0: Welcome back to the OGT podcast. we got a special guest today, Mr. Carter Vance himself, uh, assistant coach over at A-State. So we're going to be uh, getting some knowledge from him today. We'd like to ask you, Carter, what time are you on right now? Hey, we're on God's time, baby. Hey, we're on God's, God's time, time, baby. Yes, sir.
1: Yes, sir. Let's, Let's go. Say. Carter, how you been, man? Number one, how you
0: been, bro?
2: Man, better than I deserve. That's for sure better not deserve oh my
0: gosh we already got to take a note already got a quote for Carter we already <laughs> got one uh, not, but
1: but I wanted to get Carter on here because I really wanted to talk about uh, you know the pressures of you know he's in the coaching world uh, and it's hard like to stay grounded in your faith it doesn't matter where you're at like wherever you're at in the world I mean you're gonna have temptations and you're gonna have things thrown at you but what is it like being a coach uh, and being in you know, the environment you're in and also having to stay grounded in your faith, like, what is that like for you? <laughs> man, the GA life is tough, man. You, it's it's pretty tough. You know,
2: you're really getting out the mud. Um, you're pretty much doing almost everything an assistant coach does except getting paid like one. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's, it's just tough. You know, it's, it's, it's a pretty grueling two years, but, you know, it's always worth it. You always get some type of job out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, just from the faith aspect, it's tough, you know, just managing your time and, making sure that you have enough time to fill up your own cup while also helping others out you know it's 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 tough to manage but it's definitely doable you know
0: so i'd like to ask you Carter what is an example of you incorporating your faith what would be something on a day-to-day basis where you're like this is how i, I live it out man
2: just being true to yourself you know any 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 chance that you can get going and helping out you know whether that's a teammate uh, one of the players um you know, anybody on the coaching staff, making sure that they know that you're available and you're there to serve a helping hand.
1: That's, that's what I try and do daily. And we've talked about that a lot. Like me and Carter have talked about that a lot about just like, you know, just doing what you can. And, uh, and, and I love what he says. He always says, uh, good things happen when you work hard, Uh, good things happen when, when you're, yeah, when you're serving and when you're doing things for God and, I Actually, I do want to talk a little bit about, um, you know, we've talked about, like, you know, following God's will and what that's looked like for you, um, you know, like from going to Oregon State. I want you to tell me that story real quick about you, like, taking that leap of faith and it helping you, like, when you went to, up to Oregon State. Oh, man. So, <clears throat> uh,
2: I think it was, it was the winter of 2019. I was looking for a GA job. I was a senior in college. Looking for a job. Um, you know whether that was a JUCO job or you know some type of graduate assistantship and I actually started just emailing just random colleges um, one of them I came across is Oregon State and my my pitch to these colleges was hey I have I mean might have been a little bit of a lie but I would say hey I have family in the area I'm gonna be in your city you know such and such day for about two or three days would it be cool if I swing by and just check out everything you got well Oregon State got back to me and they're like Sure, man, you know, just come on through whenever you can. So, as soon as they told me that, I booked a flight, three day trip to Corvallis, Oregon. Never been to Oregon in my life. Mm-hmm. Took a solo flight out there, went by myself out there, and uh, kind of took a little bit of a leap of faith, but I got out there. And on the last day, I got to sort of the facility, go watch a game, meet the coaching staff. And they were pretty much like, well, uh, since you actually took the initiative to, fly out here yourself you know just kind of on a whim you're definitely gonna be the front runner for the position um you know things happen later on like COVID was the biggest thing that happened which kind of shut that down didn't happen but you know regardless taking that leap of faith definitely helped me with my confidence for sure just pursuing jobs and trying to just trying to stay hungry
0: you know uh I kind of want to dive a little bit back into your backstory here and always like hearing uh, people's testimonies where God, you can kind of see where he intervenes into your life. So can I get kind of a rundown of the backstory and when you're like, man, I'm switching, dude. I'm, this is where my life switches. You know, this is that, mm-hmm. this is that spot spot. Definitely.
2: Um, grew up in a small town, I grew up in Black Rock, Arkansas I mean, probably not, at baby. the time. Zebras. Yes, sir. Black Rock, Zebras, pride and the stripes, baby. <laughs> But I grew up there, you know, town, way less than a thousand people, really small school. Um, before it shut down, my graduating class was, I think it was going to be 12 people in my graduating class. I mean, it's super small. I was the only person in both of my AP classes. So just me and the teacher. Yeah, it's kind of kind of weird. <laughs> but, yeah, it's really weird. But, uh, you know, just kind of living like that. I didn't know very much else outside of northeast Arkansas, even Black Rock in general um and then my ninth grade year my mom actually got sick she, she got cancer she had a stage I think it was stage three or stage four cervical cancer which I mean our families had a pretty like pretty deep history with cancer I mean my grandma had cancer on both sides uh, my cousin ended up getting angiosarcoma which is I believe it's a cancer of the blood in the bloodstream um you know I had a lot of people close to me get cancer so I mean it it was kind of something new just because it really, really, really hit home for me because it was my own mom. Uh, but, you know, um, going through that, uh, she had, I think she was on and off with cancer for about five years, five or six years. I think it was my sophomore year of college, whenever she finally went uh, immediately into remission um, or stayed in remission at least. Um, but it wasn't until probably the second time she went through it. She went through it for about a year um, and then it ended up coming back and it came back um in her lung as well and we were all all four of us me my mom my, my dad my sister we were all kind of just like you know we've already been through this once before she'd been through this once before um you know she fought like a champ beat it sir and, you know we're just gonna we're just gonna do it again you know it, it wasn't nothing new well so, turned out it was a lot worse um it, it was a lot worse and it didn't really hit it it didn't really hit home for me. I'm sure she wouldn't mind me telling the story. Um, it was Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. Uh, it was me, and my mom, my sister, and my dad in the hospital. My sister and my dad went down to get from the vending machine. I'm just sitting out there. With my mom. My mom's sitting in the hospital bed, and uh, I'm just kind of, you know, browsing through my phone. And my phone goes dead, so I'm like, I just grab my mom's phone. So I'm just, just scouring all through her phone. She's like playing games. Like what was it? It was like Cut the Rope. That, that was the game yeah yeah back then, yeah. yeah cut the, cut the rope fruit ninja all that I was playing all that so I got bored I finally got bored and I started looking through like pictures and notes so I got to a note section and in that note section there was a note addressed to me and then one separately addressed to my sister and I read it and it was essentially a goodbye note that I guess she didn't want me to see unless you know things got real and she ended up passing away mm-hmm. um So before that, I was like, all right, we got it. Like, like we're good. We're we're straight. And then I saw that and I, I, I didn't know what to think. I was just kind of, you know, awestruck. Um, Really kind of hit home for me. And that was the point in time in which I knew things needed to change. I knew I needed to step up. Um, You know, my sister was to step up. I mean, we were, Shoot, we were 16 and 14 at the time. So, I mean, there's only so much you can do as a 16, a 14-year-old, you know. But at that point in time, we both knew that we weren't going to get through it alone. We're going to have to all do this together. So, um, that was that, that. was probably the biggest turning point for me in my life. And then from that point on, um, that's when I started living in the gym. Um, I didn't know any other way to, like, release my emotions and channel my emotions in a positive fashion and all I knew was just through frustration and anger and so one night I stayed in the gym I mean I almost slept in the gym (laughs) I was there till probably 10 or 11 at night and I would just sit there and cry like I would just like lay on the gym floor and cry no that sounds kind of you know sounds kind of dramatic but I mean it is what it is it's what it was so um, I would just sit there and just cry and just hoop and just kind of let my emotions go. You know, I, I wouldn't like, I was no basketball star, never, never was, and I still ain't.
1: But he's a hooper. Don't, no, stop. Don't let, no, y'all stop. He is a hooper. He will give you buckets, nah, nah. To dunk on you. For Mr. Nah, Ford. No, <laughs> no.
2: Nah, nah. uh, but that was once I realized that that was a way that I could positively channel my emotions, I never stopped mm-hmm. living in the gym. I was just constant, just immersing myself in the game and trying to learn more and just working hard, and just, you know, grinding, trying the best I absolutely could to, you know, grow mentally, physically. And it really helped spiritually as well, you know, regardless of whether or not I was, you know, at a church worshiping or everything, it it really helped me spiritually. Um, just being in the gym, being by myself, you know, that really kind of helped me fill my cup. Um, yeah. And we,
1: me and you, dude, I remember like we were talking about like what COVID taught us and you told me that you remember um, really that basketball is just a game and ultimately uh, like it's something that you can use. It is like, it is a game, but like you can use it like to impact other people and to, uh, you know, to help fill your own cup and stuff like that. And I remember we just talked about, you know, like how like, we have to keep perspective, like what matters most, like God and other people and, you know, like, basketball is something, and for me, too, I mean, basketball is something I can use to uh, impact other people, and if y'all don't know, Carter is my boy, Carter is, like, my, like, I don't know, like, my wise counsel, like, he helps, especially basketball-wise, like, he helps me a lot, Um, so I appreciate you for that, but, man, when you talk about, like, you know taking that turning point in your faith I mean that was the biggest reason we started this podcast is because we were both like all right man we're done like we're we're giving everything to the Lord and um you know we want to live for the Lord and I mean Hud you can attest to that man
0: you know uh bro what you're saying that's heavy dude that's heavy stuff man I appreciate you sharing that with us and everything but sure. it's awesome to see somebody um me and Caleb always like to say pain into passion man
1: mm-hmm.
0: what what we're really going through in life we we're able to flip that into something that glorifies Christ. And right there, bro, that's just a prime example of you using your story to witness to people, man. And I love that, bro. Sure. Um, Appreciate that. And that's, that's hard to do, bro. And I I really feel that. And uh, that's cool, dude. And like I said, we're all gifted in these attributes and everything like that. Even when we're going through a struggle, we're able to use that for the glory of Christ. Right. I mean, you and Caleb, you and Caleb are some hoopers and uh Sir, you, can the that, <laughs> you can use that you can use that to witness to people all sorts of stuff man so it's it's really cool to hear your story and uh how to relate that into basketball and bigger than yourself right Caleb absolutely Caleb always likes to talk about how we're bigger it's bigger than us man so
1: bigger picture not the little baby song but no it's the thing no but no but seriously like it's just so hard to keep perspective it really is like it, it's so hard when you're going through the day-to-day basis, when you're going through your routine or whatever. It's hard to remember, okay, I'm waking up this morning to glorify God, not myself. Like, that is such a hard thing to remember. Um, but I'm thankful I have people like Hudson, like Carter, that, you know, keep me accountable with that and show me that. And I mean, I just, on, for a second, Carter, I want you to talk about, like, you know, you've always talked about, how, like, you're from a small town, but you've never let that stop you from going after your dreams and I want you to like, if you're comfortable, I want you to like, talk about it a little.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, a lot of people think they're a product of their environment. I think, I think if you're driven enough and you're determined enough, you can be more than your environment. I think you can kind of blossom and branch out and do more with what you're given. Yeah. You can always do a lot more with what you think that you've been given. Um, so what I did, um, once I graduated, I actually graduated from Sloan Hendricks High School. Right after that, I went to University of Central Arkansas. From there, I actually uh, actually DM'd just a random coach in Little Rock. I kind of heard his name kind of going around. His name is Coach Rob. Um, kind of heard his name floating around a little bit through some of the basketball minds in Central Arkansas. And um, From there, I just hit him on, on Instagram. I sent him three different messages um, just because I couldn't fit the you know an actual like one full message in there so I divided it up into three sent to him on Instagram he said come see me tomorrow at such and such time I said all right bet." so pull up sit there and we have like a five or six hour conversation just about hoops from there I got an internship at a facility in Little Rock um, it was for 16 weeks I worked for free I drove a two-hour round trip from my place in Conway to Little Rock it's out there by Pinnacle Mountain about a two-hour round trip. Um, I worked there for 16 weeks for free, started getting paid in January. And within those 16 weeks and the time I got paid, like I'm not big on money. I know I should probably be worried about that now, you know, like being 23 and all that. Um, but the thing that I love the most about that move and me actually like branching out, I mean, being confident in my abilities is the relationships that I forged. I can't tell you how many high level athletes I've I've gotten to meet and I've been blessed with the opportunity to, you know, have a relationship and a friendship with over the past two or three years, just for me, you know, just saying, Hey, what's the worst they can say? You know, like if I send a message out to somebody, what's the worst they can say? They're going to say no. Okay. That's fine. People tell me no all the time. Yeah. People tell me no all the time. I'll just send a message to somebody else. You know, I just wanted to be around basketball and I sent one message out and, it shot off from there. I mean, really essentially where I am right now started off a DM on Instagram straight up. Ooh, I, mean, I love it, that. I love it that. It is what it is. Yeah. I mean, uh, and in high school, like I, I wasn't like the most confident person in the world. I wasn't like super outspoken. Um, my senior year, I kind of broke out of my shell a little bit more. Um, but now, I'm. Um, I mean, Caleb knows me. I mean, I'm that kind of person that i t- I mean, I'll tell you how it is. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not against like going, you know, getting outside my shell and like going out there and just doing just outgoing things. Like I'll do what, I mean, it might sound bad. I I do what I'd want to do. You know, if I want to go do this, I'm going to go do it. I'm going to go do it.
1: And I I love that you said that your dreams essentially started as a DM on Instagram. Like that's bro, that's, that's facts. Like there, but there's so many people, like you said, that are like, it doesn't matter what it is. Like, like i like to say live by your convictions and not uh your feelings and like if you feel convicted to DM someone, if you feel convicted to do something, do it. <laughs> and like don't just be all like oh my gosh, what what if this happens? what if this happens? Like like yes, and i love that you said that. The worst they can say is no. Like, the worst they can say is no. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, there's there's
2: no wins and losses, only wins and lessons. That's yeah. all it is, bro. Sir, no wins no
1: wins and losses, no just no. wins and let lessons. Get,
0: let me get that right here.
1: Hey, man, hey, <laughs> Hey, no, wait, you know, anytime Carter says anything, anything we need
0: to start going. A, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, Early, no. Right. I really like that, man. It is the bigger picture. Um, You know, so, so many times we get wrapped up in our little bubble that we forget that there's a whole world out there, man, like an opportunity is just ours to take it. And I mean, I get mad at myself thinking about all the times God's put somebody in my life that I should have spoken to or that. I should have gone about a different way. And I'm like, I look back and I'm, I'm like, that was an opportunity. That was a, right. that was a lesson or a win. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, I yep. uh, definitely, another thing to point out is, um, uh, starting your day, uh, with God in mind. Uh, I can't, I kind of forgot where we mentioned it, but like at the beginning of each day, I have to give it to God, man. Like I have to say, God, this is your day. You're like, or else it becomes all about me. Right. If I'm yeah. not if I'm not there on my knees saying, like, let this be about you today, you know, because we get so wrapped up in our little world that we forget the bigger picture of what he really has out there for us. You know,
1: yes. yes bro Oh, my gosh. Like, I'm I'm big on that, too, about like. Like, Carter, you you have told me this before you've said uh, there's that thing that's like, this is who you could have been like, like this is who you were and this is who you could have been. And you're like, I don't want to have that. I don't want something like, I don't want to be like, oh, this is who you could have been. Like, no, I want to be the best version of myself. And I feel like, and I think y'all can agree with me on this. I feel like there's so many people that are like, I'm going to wait for this picture-perfect opportunity to DM this person. Or I'm going to wait for this picture-perfect opportunity to take the trip to Oregon. I'm going to wait for this picture-perfect opportunity. And it never happens. It's like, sometimes you just have to take it into your own hands. Like you've said, if you feel led, of course, I I can't just wake up and say, I don't want to go be a Hollywood actor unless I feel convicted <laughs> to do it. I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like mm-hmm. so many people are afraid to do that. So I want to encourage you guys, like, don't be afraid. Like if God lays something on your heart or whatever it is, don't be afraid to just go for it.
0: Yeah.
2: I've had too many opportunities in my life that I've just shot down, just to shot it down and chose not to, you know, follow through on different things. And I've just wondered what if so many times, that I'm just done with it. I'm done, I'm done saying what if. I mean, if, if it ends up blowing up in my face, it blows up in my face. That's on me. You no know, wins and losses, only wins and lessons. Yeah. Everything's a learning experience.
0: Right. And uh, Carter, um, you know, we've hit a lot of good points, man. And I kind of want to get an idea of if you had to give advice to somebody out there listening right now, what is the biggest thing you'd say? That's a great question.
2: <laughs> it pauses the podcast <laughs> stop it just shut it down just shut it <laughs> down bro. i need a second good- <laughs> no. um okay um i think john wooden said it best um confidence is respect without fear mm-hmm. and cockiness is no respect without fear a lot of people get confidence and cockiness misconstrued. A lot of people think I'm. A lot of people think I'm a cocky individual. I don't want to talk about myself too much, but a lot of people think I'm a cocky individual, just the way I approach things and stuff. But I'm not. I'm not disrespecting anybody. It's all about Disrespect. showing everyone respect. I mean, I I, I try not to be disrespectful to okay. anybody. But as long as you show respect and you're not afraid of the consequences, that is pure confidence. Mm. Just going out there and doing something and being respectful about it and saying, hey, I respect the ability that you have, but I'm not scared. I'm not afraid. It's just like just like basketball, bro. I mean, K- Caleb can attest to this. Like, I'm sure you played against a lot of good players, you know, in your days, Batesville, all that kind of stuff. But the best games you probably had are games that you went out and you're like, all right, I respect your ability. Let's, let's say – I'm, I'm going to shout out Stetson real quick. My oh boy. You're playing Stetson. Shout out Stetson Smithson. He beat in my senior
1: year had 19 – stop in 13 minutes. I had 19 in 13 minutes. Okay. <laughs> okay.
2: But Stetson's a great player. He's mm-hmm. a fantastic player. He's going to be a professional basketball player. I'm going to call it right now. You can write 100%. that down.
1: hundred percent. Yes. Absolutely.
2: But with Stetson, you have to respect his ability. You can't come out and disrespect him like that or he's going to drop 35 on your head. You got to respect his ability, but you can't be afraid of him. Mm-hmm. You have to respect him or you're just going to shut down and it's not going to be good for you. Same thing happens in life. You know what I'm saying? I think that's pure confidence is respect without fear.
1: Yeah, because it's like – I mean, okay, let's take this for example, bro. You know how many times I've played Stetson one-on-one? Like a million. A dude. Like, I mean, him, Devin, and Stetson uh, – I'm pointing at you – Hudson, Devin, and Stetson are, like, my best friends in the world. And we've worked out so many times. Hudson hoops with us sometimes because he's he's a hooper. He yeah, I meant Hudson? No, but, like, I mean, bro, Stetson's six, seven. I'm 5'10". Like, when I play him, I have to respect him. I have to. There's no, like – and the times I've beat him have been the times where I've respected him. And, like, I can't go in there thinking, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't go in there thinking, hey, man, he ain't even that good, bro. Like, bro, and I know you're like this, too. The hoopers that do that, it bothers me so much. Yo, bro, they weren't even that good. <laughs> like, bro, that bothers me so much. But but that's like, I can have confidence in my abilities without being cocky.
0: For sure, for sure. But uh, there's a lot of juicy stuff that's been said, man, and it's good stuff, too. Um, you know, uh, I think one of the biggest things we can get out of here today is um, pain to passion, man. I loved you sharing your story, Carter, man, that's deep stuff, bro. And being able to share that is big. I'm still working on sharing part of my story, dude. And that's hard, but, uh, you know, what's done in the dark comes to light no matter, no matter what it is. But the thing is to keep in mind that what really matters, you know, and, uh, I think that's, what's really hidden today. And so I'd like to thank you for having you on Carter. My boy, Caleb, as always but uh yes, sir we like to thank what time we're on you know what i'm saying yeah so yes sir always on
1: god's time baby sir always on god's yes, time all right hood. want you to close it with some prayer
0: let's get it guys dear my father thank you so much for just your blessings lord and uh your overwhelming love to be there for us even on our downfalls or at our lowest points lord you're there to pick us up thank you for uh allowing carter to be on our episode today god and uh I just know he was a blessing for somebody out there that needed to hear it, and of course, my, my boy Caleb is always there with me. And uh, thank you so much for your love. And just another day, um, let this not be about us. Thank you for all you do. And just know pray. Amen. Amen. Yep. Right. BC
1: guys. guys. Yep.
2: appreciate y'all, man.